It is Tech Tuesday, so we turn to our tech expert, Carmi Levy, for some of his best stories of the week. Good morning, Carmi Levy. Good morning, John Moore. I hasten to say this name out loud because I'm told that smart devices go off when they hear us say their their activation words on the air. But Amazon's smart speaker apparently not quite working out. That's right. Uh, it, uh, Billy Joel sang the song, you know, uh, A-L-E-X-A. And uh, unfortunately, they're burning through $10 billion a year. Uh, Jeff, Be- Jeff Bezos, of course, was a big fan of this service, uh, which, of course, competes with uh, Apple's, you know, the SIRI on its devices and Google's assistance on its services. Um, but uh, the problem here is, is that Amazon doesn't sell devices like Apple does. In other words, they're not going to sell you an iPhone based on this virtual assistant. They don't have an advertising business like Google. So they can't monetize it in the same way that everyone else does. And they're burning through huge amounts of money. Jeff Bezos, the former CEO, this was his pet project. He loved it. And he said it was almost like, well, we'll, we'll sell the razors for free if we can you know, get them on the, on the blades. That was kind of the model here. The problem here is, is that they're not able to even sell the blades. And the new CEO, Andy Jassy, He's not a big fan of losing huge amounts of money. He's already sacked a lot of people. They're laying off 10,000 people across the company. Many of those are, in fact, in this division who develop the technology, develop the Echo speakers that power it. So, uh, you know, if you really like an Echo speaker, go buy one cheap because they are super cheap for for Christmas and holiday season. The problem is you're probably not going to see them updating them as often. It's not going to go dark anytime soon, but they're not going to be putting money into it long term. It's probably going to end up in the same place as Microsoft Cortana, which was a thing once, but isn't anymore. Right. I've forgotten all about that. It's gone the, <laughs> gone the way of MySpace. Okay. So That's right. And Tom. <laughs> I thought we were already orbiting the moon, but apparently we're, we're getting into position. What's going on? Yeah, no, we are. And so if there's, it's what's known as a distant retrograde orbit. This is, of course, the Artemis 1 mission that famously launched last week. And we talked about it now. Of course, we've been following it ever since. That's been doing all these different, the Orion capsule, which has been flying to the moon for ever since, uh, has now uh, fired its rockets. It flew really close to the moon, did what's called a powered flyby, and then fi- fired its rockets again to enter what's called this distant retrograde orbit. The really cool thing is it is now further from Earth than any other human-rated space uh, object or space vehicle in history. That record had been held by Apollo 13, the famous uh, failed mission because it had to loop around the moon and come back to save the crew. Well, now Orion is or at its furthest distance, which was reached yesterday, 480,000 kilometers past uh, Earth, up above Earth, 64,000 kilometers beyond the moon. And the orbit is so big they're only going to be able to do half of an orbit before uh, later this week on Thursday. They're actually going to fire their rockets again to, to return to Earth and hopefully re-enter it on the 11th. On the 11th. Okay, we'll be watching yeah. for that. It's not going to do that crazy thing, though, that they, the, the, these rockets that have over the last couple of years, they come back to Earth and they turn around and land themselves? Uh, no, this is this is going to splash down into the Pacific Ocean, just off California, much like the Apollo capsules did, much like SpaceX's Crew Dragon does. Uh, the difference here is it's going to be going a lot faster than anything that's in low Earth orbit. So normally they come in at about twenty eight thousand kilometers an hour. Well, at about eleven thousand kilometers an hour to that, so thirty nine thousand kilometers an hour, temperature is going to be about five 
thousand degrees Fahrenheit on the heat shield. So a lot faster, a lot more energy. That's Mach 32 in case we're doing the math. Um, and so they really need to test this thing out and make sure that it can re-enter safely. It doesn't cook what's inside because there are a whole bunch of sensors there, uh, and including uh, Ashana Sheepdoll. And, uh, and that it safely uh, can, can transport astronauts because the next mission, Artemis 2, they're actually putting people on this thing. People were raising their eyebrows over Canada Post getting into banking, and now that whole project's on hold. Why? Uh, it's called My Money. They were partnering with TD. They said they discovered some strange activity on the platform, which basically means they think that hackers were poking around trying to do something nasty. So they put it on pause and said, we're putting it on pause. We're investigating. We're not going to proceed until we're sure that it's safe. And so a lot of people are going, oh, goodness, you know, Canada Post and TD can't get their cybersecurity act together. This is, in fact, good news. Basically, what it means is their security protocols worked. It detected something that was strange. And, and they did what they needed to do in order to prevent data from being lost, in order to prevent users from being attacked. So right now, according to them, no data compromise. No one has been attacked. Uh, this shows that cybersecurity investments work, and it should be a lesson to other companies, other organizations, that they should be looking at their response plans as well and making sure that they know what to do in case this happens again. Proactive, not reactive. Thank you, Carmi. Good to have you this morning. Appreciate it, John.